Well, from time to time, it's good for us just to, just to talk together about where we are and where we've been. I call these pulpit-side chats, and uh, I haven't done one for a while, so uh, you guys are stuck that are visiting. It's shorter than a sermon, so that's the good news. Okay? <laughs> you know that Christianity is all about relationships, connecting with God, each other, and our community and our world, and meaningful and consistent communication is absolutely essential to having a healthy relationship. Agreed? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's true with God. It's true with everyone else in our lives. We want to keep connected heart to heart, and that's the purpose of what we do this morning. I want to share with you some of the things from my perspective. And so last Sunday we had our annual family meeting. Uh, That was great. Just a great time to be together as a church body. Uh, The tremendous unity that I sensed in the room. Haven't experienced that to that degree here. I am just delighted. God's got us poised for something special. And yeah, good, good stuff. And yesterday we had a leadership half day, uh, which we uh, looked at where we're going and the, some of the things that are, are kind of on the agenda and radar for next year and the years to come and, and great unity among the leaders as well. And at the meeting last Sunday, uh, this congregation affirmed their new leaders, and I'd just like to introduce them to you. So if your name is Red, would you just kind of come and stand right up in the front here so we can all get a good, awkward look at you? Good. Uh, the elders uh, elected this year, Todd Schumann, Derek Beekhuizen, Bill Kerwin, Mark McClellan. You guys just come when your name is called, and Jan Meerdink, serving along Pastor Michael and myself. So these are the elders. The elders are responsible for the oversight of this church, everything about the church, both the temporal and the spiritual affairs. Uh, these are the men at the helm. All right. The deacons are responsible to serve the church's administrative needs. Uh, there were no deacons elected, but here's our deacons, and they serve three-year terms. And uh, here they are, deacons and deaconesses, Jeff Clapp, Candy Shelk, Dan and Cindy Demko, Nicole Gallopo, Dustin Vilkamp, and Ellen Wanick. If you would all make your way up here, uh, we'd like to just acknowledge and set you apart in prayer this morning. Okay. Now the trustees take care of the building. All that behind the scenes stuff to keep it all working. Uh, elected this year uh, as the head trustee is Steve Opkinorth, serving with Clayton Morris, John Draves, Bob Oney, and Marshall Bowl. If you are here, men, would you make your way up? And thank you uh, for serving so faithfully. Good. The treasurer of our church Handles the money, duh. And uh, elected this year is Dustin Velkamp. Oh, you're already up here. Good. The assistant treasurer is responsible to count all the monies and keep the good records. And that's Dan Demko, and he's already up here too. Uh, The secretary uh, keeps minutes of our membership meetings and the official correspondence of the church, and that is Liz Soule. Liz, where are you? I'm waiting. Yeah. Perhaps the only Gonzaga fan in the building, but that's okay. We still love you, Liz. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. All right. And the staff, I just wanted to, to mention them before we pray together. Uh, Pastor Michael Gallopo is right here, and he starts full-time tomorrow here at Southside. 
This has been uh, a year and a half, two years in the coming, and we're grateful. Thank you, Michael. Uh, he walked out of Bemis on Friday uh, for, Lord willing, the last time. And uh, uh, said I could come back. they said you'd come back anytime, all right? <laughs> and yet this family's taken a huge step of faith, and uh, we're grateful for them. Uh, Michael is the assistant pastor of Family Life. Liz, standing right here, is the director of children's ministry and office operations. Uh, she's probably the first person you have contact with. Uh, Aaron Beekhuizen, where are you? Come on, come on up, Aaron. Uh, Aaron works as an administrative assistant a couple days a week here, does an outstanding job keeping everything rolling. Uh, Chris McKinster, where are you? Uh, I just want to announce to you that Chris McKinster... Uh, has been added to our staff as pastor of family care. Uh, Chris was sent out from this church as an ordained minister to Montana. Uh, they served out there, are now back here. Chris is working full-time at Kohler, but he believes God wants him back in ministry, so he is going to work at Southside uh, 20 hours a week volunteer uh, in preparation for being relaunched from us. The operative word in that statement was volunteer. That's correct. Uh, 20 hours volunteering a week uh, just to uh, connect people. He'll be working with marriages, working on visitation, uh, keeping our church family connected. Uh, Chris and Sue, we welcome you back to the family. look forward to sending you back out again, but thank you for your willingness to serve here. Uh, Bish Han and Steve Rose uh, help us with counseling needs. Is Bish here this morning? I don't know if I saw them. There she is. Bish, you can come on up. Good. And so uh, I, I rely on these uh, referrals for counseling. We've got some very competent counselors, and I'm grateful for them. Uh, there's other people serving in various capacities, but I wanted to... Uh, introduce these leaders to you and also to set them aside in prayer. So church family, uh, we're going to pray in just a moment, but let me just say this to each of you. Uh, You are examples. And as you say, follow me as I follow Christ, uh, we're believing God that uh, your words and actions are consistent. Stay close to the Lord. Stay humble. And do your office that has been entrusted to you as unto the Lord. And so I ask you, do you now, leaders, accept your office as a sacred and solemn trust from the Lord of the church, who is Jesus? Do you promise that you will fulfill its duties? Will you strive with God's help to be examples for all of us of Christ's love and grace by both deed and word? If that is your desire, would you say, I will? I will. And now, Southside family, hear the word of the Lord. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their life and imitate their faith. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. Oh, people in Wisconsin don't like those words. Ooh. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They must keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. So I ask you, church family, if you are part of the Southside family, do we, body of believers, myself included, acknowledge and receive these as our leaders? Will we honor them, encourage them, cooperate with them, pray for them as God lays them on our heart? Will we do that if you are part of the Southside family? And if you will do that, would you say, I will? 
That wasn't very robust, but uh, I'll accept it. So, by the authority invested in me as a minister of the gospel, I now pronounce you followers and leaders. Yay! We should have cued the wedding march. Womp. But let us submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, according to the word of God. Shall we pray together, church? Father in heaven, we are delighted that you are raising up workers for the harvest field. And we have prayed, and you have answered. And this is the tangible, visible evidence of those willing to step forward and say, I agree that God has brought me here, my family here. We want a part of making a difference here in our community and in our world. Lord, each of them has different responsibilities, but I pray that for each of us who lead, that as that yoke of responsibility comes, it will be easy and the burden will be light because you, Lord Jesus, are in the yoke with us. Give them every gift, every ounce of strength necessary to do this as unto you, O God, knowing that one day we will give an account to you for how we have led your people. This is a precious and sacred moment and God I pray for each leader for their families that together we might lift up the name of Jesus so that he might draw all people unto himself. For the sake of the coming kingdom and eternity we pray in Jesus' name and together all God's people said Thank you, leaders. Lord bless you. Well, Pastor Michael, uh, any thoughts on starting full-time tomorrow? It's exciting. Yeah, do you know what time the office opens? Here, um, like, one? <laughs> That's what time you have been coming oh. in, but no, this is, this is different now. This is different now. We start at 5 a.m., no. <laughs> I don't think Liz would get up that early. No, you, yeah. you're probably right on that one. You're probably right. But I'm so excited. Me too. So excited. Me too. For you. Uh, genuinely, I am. We've got some exciting things coming up, don't we? Uh, we do. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been working on and some of the things that are percolating here at Southside. Yeah. Can I get to that in a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just want to share a couple things. I just remember just seeing all these leaders up here has been really cool because a couple of years ago, two years ago, in fact, we had three elders and as Pastor John and myself and Milo Weiss Sr. and we were praying for some time for God to raise up leaders, good quality leaders that, you know, had all the characteristics in Titus and, and Timothy and it's just so, it's so neat to see God working and to see how he raises people up and we're in a whole new place than you were, and I'm just so thankful for yes. that. Uh, Pastor John, I'm sure this is, I'm coming full time, and uh, that's exciting. It's a little scary, um, but I want to thank all of you, because I, I look outside in, in our congregation, and I just see so many generous people. Um, you yeah. made this happen, and thank you so much for that. It's, you know, we do this together. It's not Pastor John and it's not the pastors, but we do this together as a church body. And I think just seeing how we've come together, I don't think there's really a better picture of that working because we're family and we're investing in each other. And, and I'm accountable to Pastor John and to the elders, and I'm also accountable to you. And 
and I take my role very seriously, but I want to thank you. Thank you all for that. And thanks, you probably don't like this, but um, thank you. Um, for, there's many of you guys that know Pastor John is really good at seeing God things in people and calling them out. And I thought my idea, my calling in ministry was done a long time ago, and mm-hmm. um, found that wasn't necessarily the case, but it took somebody to call that out in me and to have me step forward. And I know a lot of other people could say the same types of things about you. You are a spiritual father to so many here, and I'm grateful to have you as my mentor and my pastor. Mm-hmm. So thank thank you. you. Thanks, man. All right, well, as I uh, said, we've got a lot of things coming at Southside, and I'm excited about it. There's so many cool things happening. It doesn't change our fundamental philosophy, though, that we are about, if you're a part of Southside, our three focuses are home groups, getting in a group of people, because that is a primary means of discipleship. That's where accountability and teaching, and the idea is that, to live in community with one another so that you can build into each other and encourage one another. And that's a great way to disciple. That's one of the three things that we ask anybody that's a part of Southside to do. Corporate worship coming together on Sunday is very important. And the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And it's, it's an essential part of our Christian walk is coming together regularly. And the third thing hasn't changed either. It's serving. Yeah. Finding a place to serve. Get connected in the body. Get in touch with what God has put in your heart and the skills that he's given you and find a place to serve and invest in the other people because that is, is I think that's what the Christian life is all about. But those are the three fundamental things. So take that. Those are the three things. But with that, anything that we do extra aside from that, I want you to know like we don't just do anything because there's a lot of good things out there. Yeah. But we are very intentional about what we do as a church and that it connects to our mission to connect with God each other in our community and world so with that there are some really cool things that are happening uh, we've heard some of these already but we've got a service of the nails coming up Good Friday is like two weeks away and yeah. this is going to be an incredible service yeah. uh, it's going to be very emotional uh, it could be draining emotionally draining but it is uh, I think it's going to knock some of our socks off as we experience the agony of Christ and the depth of his love and what he experienced so that we could have life. Yes. Uh, it's going to be powerful. Uh, you need to be there some Good Friday. And uh, there are cards in the back. This, we want this to be kind of an evangelistic service too. Invite people. Invite your family. Invite your friends because this has the power to change lives. When people are confronted with the gospel and with the truth of what Jesus did for us, I don't know how you can walk away from that the same. It is amazing. But of course, you know the story doesn't end there. He was resurrected. We're going to come back on Easter and we're going to celebrate together his resurrection and what that means for us. We have life. And death has been conquered. It's an awesome time of celebration. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Like we said, we had a whole infomercial on Secret Church. That's the week after on the 21st. And the Financial Peace University, there's a lot of buzz that is going on with that. We had a whole generosity series, and uh, Financial Peace University starts on the 23rd of April. It's nine weeks. It's an hour and a half on Sunday nights. And we, you know, this is the place where we can really grow financially because we want everyone to be strong 
financially and be able to live the lives and the resources God intended them to use. And this is going to be great. It's going to be powerful. I know a ton of people are already planning to sign up. And it's uh, sign-up sheets are out in the foyer at the Connect Center. So if you haven't yet, go sign up. All right? Faith in action is right after that. For those of you that don't know what faith in action is, this is new to you. Uh, two Sundays a year, we basically close down the church. We might meet for about 15 minutes, we get some marching orders, and then we go out and we serve our community. We serve families because we want to put our faith into action. We want to be the church and we want to show the love of Jesus. There's lots of opportunities to invest in people, to connect and make relationships and just show them what Jesus' love is all about. And that's who we are as a church. It's, it's part of our DNA. And it's so cool to see God's church come together to do things that really impact people. And just we don't have any reasons for doing it other than we just want to serve and we want to love on people. So sign-ups are going to be um, next week, mm-hmm. I think. But they're just around the corner, so get ready for that. That is April 30th. We have a Connect class in May, starting May 7th through 21st. That's coming up, and that's three weeks. Starts at 8.30. That's an hour long. And for those of you that want to find out more about Southside or want to get connected into the family, uh, that's a great way to do it. Uh, Bill Kerwin teaches that. He does a great job. And uh, I would recommend that. So that's coming May 7th. And upcoming sermon series that we're doing, we are we're looking at marriage and family uh, about in May and June because we want to have stronger families. You know, that's something we want every year. Uh, but there's going to be a very intentional sermon series for that. And we're also looking for ways that we can expand that so you don't just come on a Sunday morning, but we'll have some follow-up opportunities for you if you want to go a little bit deeper. We're looking at ways to do that for you also. And that's going to be that's exciting. And with that... Sandy Demko, why don't you stand up? I'm really excited about this. Sandy Demko came to me, and she wanted to start a women, well, to the elders. Mm -hmm. But we had a meeting. It was just awesome. She is a mentor. And she's going to be starting with Ellen Wanick. I don't know if Ellen's here. You can stand up, too. Uh, Women to Women Mentoring. And that's going to be starting up in May. I'm really, really excited about that. Because since I've been here four plus years ago, there has been a cry from these younger women that they want some of the older women who have been wise, who have the experience, who have the God character to really pour into them. And I'm so encouraged to see two ladies that are strong in that, that want to start something and make this a reality at Southside. So that is coming up and just great. So thank you guys for investing in other people. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. And then uh, we are always looking for ways to cooperate with other churches, to partner with other churches. We've got, um, we had pulpit swaps in January. No, February. February. And the things are still buzzing. Uh, things, it, it stirred some things up, and it's awesome. God is still using that to work in churches and, and to help us partner together. We've got some great partnerships with Crossroads Church, uh, Rush, and Impact, and uh, Wisen Up. Secret Church. There's a lot of things, but there's, we're also looking at other places that we can partner to. Uh, we have a partnership with Head Start where they use our building, and it's a win-win for them because they've got a place to come, and it's a financial win for us. It's great. We're working at ways that we can get into a deeper partnership with Love, Inc. Uh, just recently, we're starting to form partnerships. Chris McKinster's behind this, but we're going to partner with Great Marriages and see how we can work together, again, to build the stronger marriages and families, and that's it's really exciting. And then way down the road, 
next year in the summer, we are just starting to talk about uh, another Thailand trip. Another Thailand trip. Uh, we had 12 people that just went to Thailand and Bangkok uh, about in October of 2016. It was a huge impact. It changed, I think, all of our lives that went. And uh, we're partnering with the ministry there. We're working at ways that we can get that more and more relational-wise and just investing and helping them financially. But we want to strengthen that. And next year, 2018, probably in the summer, uh, we're looking at the possibility of sending not one, whoops, but two groups, two groups to Bangkok. And uh, that's just an exciting time for all of, all of us. So anything else that I missed or? No. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting times. It is. Lot, lots going on. Thank you, Michael. Okay. As I, I mentioned, uh, from my heart's perspective, uh, thank you for being a part of the Southside family. Uh, we have been brought together for a purpose. And God's purpose is becoming more and more clear as time is going on. Uh, having the opportunity to visit and pulpit swap with four of the churches of our community, uh, I see our niche in our community. Why God has this church different from other churches, but all of us worshiping Jesus together. And so that's been very important, and I'm getting clearer understanding. Uh, with that, uh, we don't want to use this time to sit back and rest and become content. Not at all. Not at all. Now is the time to move. This unity that God has brought us is intentional on God's part so that we might be able to uh, move outside of these walls as he would have us do. And so I am encouraged I am genuinely spiritually encouraged. I was encouraged last week after that annual family meeting. Uh, you know, I, who likes church business meetings? I mean, it's like, whoa, Robert's Rules of Orders and all that kind of stuff. And yet, uh, there is a sweet spirit here. And I am just grateful to the Lord because that is a gift from him. Now, with that, of course, comes some tweaking. So uh, I didn't want to go bubble on and on and on and make this a kumbaya time. So uh, let me push on you guys just for a minute, okay? Because I have to do that too. That's a part of my job. All right? So these are just little tweaks uh, that I would see. Um, I want to encourage everyone here. Prioritize the church. Prioritize the church. If the body of Christ is important to you, make it a priority in your life. I remember back in the day, and in fact, if you look at villages and towns throughout the state of Wisconsin, you will find the church in the center and the town built around the church. That's the, the very visible demonstration of, of the impact that Christianity had in one day in our country. It's only taken a generation to wipe that completely out. However, I also remember uh, in a community in which I pastored, in which the public school system would call the churches and ask, do you have anything going on that night? Because the school would like to do something. But we didn't want to interfere with the church activities. Not that way anymore. Not going to happen, right? Not going to happen. But we must prioritize the church. If the church is important to us, it should show in some of our behaviors. And it is. And I thank you. Thank you for your diligence. But we talk about corporate worship. I just want to encourage you, get here on time. Get here on time. This, this first uh, really came on my radar when I was sick last year. And to avoid the rush at the beginning of the service, I would come in at like 10.10, 10.15. I'm looking around the parking lot, all the people coming in to 10.10, 10.15. I'm like, what? 
What? You didn't see me in my car, but I saw you. Uh, We're all late from time to time. I get that. I get that. But also understand, when it comes to your job, comes to other appointments, you're you're generally on-time people. And my encouragement is, let's be on time. Let's come with hearts prepared. Jessica Gallipo has started a pre-service prayer ministry. God birthed in her heart. It is a time of great joy from 9.15 to 9.45. It's not structured. You can come, go, right? But it's right in here. What a tremendous way to get your heart ready to worship the Lord rather than rushing in here, uh, putting your kids everywhere, upstairs, downstairs, doing both. <sighs> right? Hey, if you're like me, lay out your clothes on Saturday night. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stood in front of my classroom. What am I going to wear tomorrow? What am I going to wear? Right? Start early is what I'm saying. Start early. Come prepared. Come with hearts prepared to meet God, to worship him. What activity could be any greater? Right? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Put stuff on your calendar. Put stuff on your calendar. Uh, We want to reduce reminders. Uh, Even in my own family. Cindy's working today, so uh, some yeah for now. But one of you will tell her, I'm sure. So uh, the idea being, that's next Sunday. I never heard of that. I never heard of that. Well, it's only been spoken for four weeks from here and in the program and everything. So what I'm saying is, just read the stuff, okay? Erin does such a great job producing that stuff. She labors at it, and she'd love for you to read it. Okay, and then with all the modern technology, put it in your calendar. Ooh, that's kind of a novel idea. Something from church, put it in there. Okay, okay, that reduces the amount of reminders that we have to send uh, just to remind people of stuff. Okay, Uh, thank you for parking in the back and sitting in the front. Some of you, I appreciate that. Uh, We want to make room for the guests God's bringing us. I also want to encourage us, open the circle. Open the circle. As soon as this service is over, we're all going to get in a circle. Some of your family, you're going to get in your little circle. Some of you have known each other for a long time, you're going to get in your little circle. What I'm, what I'm saying is, if we're going to be a welcoming and inviting church, we've got to open the circle just a little bit and let somebody in to the circle. Somebody that needs encouragement and hope. Somebody that needs to feel connected and loved on. And we just need to open that circle. And I know you're so excited to see people that you know and are familiar with. That's all cool. That's all cool. But understand, God's doing something much bigger than that. So just, I'm, just, just pry the circle open a little bit, would you? And I want to work on that too. Uh, because it's so good to see everybody. But just open the circle a little because there's people that God's bringing us that desperately need a touch. And if we just open the circle and invite them in, what a difference that will make. That makes sense to you? Do you agree with that? Yeah, just something we need to be aware of. Oh, I could go on and on and on, but I'm not going to anymore because I'm just thrilled to be your pastor. I want you to know that. I want you to know that I pray for you by name. I want you to know that that I love being the pastor of this church and I love the congregation that God has given me to serve. I love that. And I thank you for giving me the privilege of being called your pastor. I take that very, very seriously. And I'm grateful to be able to serve you. I can't wait to see what God has for us. I believe our best days are just ahead. I I really believe that. This is the kind of guy I am. They're just ahead. You believe that? I do. I do. And so this has been an abbreviated pulpit side chat. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for caring for my family and for those who serve here. You do an awesome job at that. And and you know what? Uh, God's doing some great things. Great things are are still to come. I'm going to have the worship team come now, but uh, I just want to know. What time is it? Oh, yeah, we got to quit. Okay. Anybody got one question or one comment about what we mentioned this morning? Anybody? Question or comment? Jocelyn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's my honor. Thank you. Love those awkward moments. Okay. Good. Thank you. Anyone else? Question or comment? Y'all must be hungry. I get that. All right, let's stand together. He's done great things. Do you believe that? Well, let's sing it like we mean it, all right?